You're listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natural Sisters Novella, My Crowning Glory, Chapter 12. Tanya surprised me with the curly weave clip-on she affixed to my funky braid design. Took me a few minutes to get used to its volume. Portia picked me up from the house and her jaw dropped to the ground. I've lived to see it all when Anissa Renee Lynx is sporting a curly weave. Portia giggled. Tanya talked to me into trying something new. I'll take it off before work on Monday, but I thought, why not? The smile on my face discredited my shoulder shrug. You know, Zoe and Ebony are going to flip out when they see it. Especially Ebony. Portia pulled out of my townhome community. We're meeting them at the diner across from the lounge because they're supposed to be starving. Well, I guess we'll see what the girls say. I think Ebony will love it. And well, Zoe is Zoe. 15 minutes later, Portia parked the car. We walked into the diner and made our way to our favorite booth in the back. Our butts were stuck to the vinyl of that seat so much junior and senior year of high school. I'm sure we're the reason it was replaced. Same arrangement since the first night. Zoe on the far right, Ebony next to her, Portia next to Ebony, and me stationed beside Portia. After every game, we plopped ourselves down for a rundown on who wore what, who hooked up with who, and why we would never be as desperate, silly, or pressed as whatever girl seemed set on making a fool of herself to get with Raphael or Titus, our local jock celebrities. The server took our drink orders and we focused on the door. Two guys who made Raphael and Titus look like nerdy Steve Urkel walked into the diner in front of Zoe and Ebony. Behind them, another set of guys walked into the diner. I wondered if the hot dude brigade was on tour and stopped in Macon for some down-home cooking. The taller guy who walked in before Ebony and Zoe sat at a table near us and the other guys went to the other side of the diner near the bathrooms. Girl, did you see the two fine crew escorting us into the door? I know tonight is going to be the bomb when we walk in as the sexy meat in a fine meat sandwich. Ebony grinned as she slid into her seat on the booth. Bump the beefcake bunch. What in the hell is going on with Miss Beyonce bouncy hair sitting up here as if she looked this fly all the time? Please call the police. I believe we have a case of identity theft going on up in here. Zoe cackled alone at her joke. My eyes rolled. I couldn't have stopped them if I wanted. Don't hate Zoe. I think she looks cute. Wouldn't it be cool if your hair looked like that, Anissa? Maybe that is why the stylist did it that way. Ebony winked at me. Thank you, Ebs. Some people have to hate no matter how much they love something. It's cool. I know Zoe is not really a hater. She is a fan in denial. I'll get you an autograph later. Portia bumped the fist I held out for Dap. Can I get one first? I'm sorry for barging into y'all's conversation, but I've been watching you since me and my boy walked in, and I'd love to have your autograph if you write your phone number with it. A tall, mocha-dipped specimen of man that made me forget Wilson's name for a few seconds leaned on the partition of our booth while we waited. She has a man, but let us hold your number and we'll get it to her in the event something happens. Zoe looked Mocha Dip up and down as if she'd pounce on him in the middle of the diner. He is one lucky man. 
To have your friends blocking for him, you must be something real special. Y'all have a good night. Mocha Dip walked back to the table where his friend waited. Dang, Zoe. You could have let Anissa tell him that herself. I wasn't done looking at him yet. You really need to get that little hate monster in check. Portia rolled her eyes. The server brought out our drinks and took Zoe and Ebony's orders. And I told the truth, so I'm not understanding the problem. Wilson is enough. She doesn't need all the eligible bachelors in making on lock. Miss Goody ain't even know what to do with everything that man was packing. He couldn't get past that mop of crinkles on her head. Zoe laughed. You know how black men are about hair, especially long hair. And forget it if they think you have some good hair. Please. It's not that serious. Zoe is right. I'm not mad at her. She just being Zoe. My attempt at making peace failed because Zoe huffed and rolled her eyes like someone hated on Mocha Dip asking for her number. You don't have to defend me. Last I heard, Wilson is supposed to be your number one. No point in wasting people's time unless that is what you're into with the new hair. You gonna play the field too? Zoe leaned forward on her elbows. This girl needs to eat. She talking crazier than normal, so her blood sugar must be low. The longer Zoe talked, the lower my patience and tolerance ran. So wait, Caramel Cutie that was behind y'all is coming over here, and we need to pretend we have some home training, because Portia and I would like a hard buddy to cuddle with come winter. You and Ebony are the not the only ones who want someone. Zoe sat up straighter, so her breast poked out more. Excuse me, we're new in town and we wanted to know what there is to do tonight. Caramel Cutie stared at me so hard, I thought I'd melt from embarrassment. This explained why Ebony kept a cute dude in her face and loved weave. Some men ate this stuff up. Yeah, well, I'm not sure why Crinkle Curls over here can't talk, but we'll be at the lounge across the way. They do a real tight old school hip hop and R&B set on Saturdays. You should walk over with us. Zoe licked her lips like a video girl. Portia pinched me under the table before my jaw hit the top of the formica table. Appreciate that little bit. Hope you'll save me a dance, Crinkle Curls. Caramel Cutie winked at me and walked away. Temperature in the room didn't change, but I was 20 degrees above boiling when I turned to look at Zoe. You must not have taken your pills before you left the house tonight. Calm down, Nissa, Ebony whispered. Calm down, nothing. That was unnecessary. You need to talk to your little hateful friend over there. It doesn't make any sense for someone to be this mean and nasty for this long. My body leaned toward Zoe and I forced myself not to drop every poison-laced word that sped through my mind. All the crap you do and say when it's just us is already too much. I'm not about to act like you talking ish about me in front of random dudes. It's cool. You need to get your mind right because real talk, I have had enough of your nasty comments and stank too. Whatever, Anissa. Ain't nobody about to kiss up your butt. Zoe threw herself back in her seat. You've been on one for the last few weeks, Zoe, and I'm over it. You need to find your life. Portia, I give you gas money for the trouble, but please take me home. I know if I stay around this girl, I'm going to say something I won't want to take back. My purse slung over my shoulder as I stood. 
whatever. Bye. Ain't no one monkey gonna stop no show. Find your life and a relaxer while you at it. Stop with all the back to Africa crap. We all know you gonna slap some silky straight in your head and take that rock. Wilson showed you little miss do the right thing. You can't even beef right. Zoe rolled her eyes. Ugh. I felt mocha dip and caramel cutie watch me walk out from my peripheral vision. Mocha dip stood and Zoe walked to caramel cutie's table before the door closed to the diner. Another 10 degrees hotter. I followed Portia to the car in silence because she knew not to say anything to me when my temper flared this hard. Hey, Miss Lady, I heard what your girl said. I can tell you're upset, but I wanted to give you my number. Nothing wrong with having friends. Mocha Dip handed me a glossy four-color business card. Don't frown like that too long. You're too pretty to look so angry. Despite my frustration, a smile crept up the corners of my mouth. After the way I stomped out of the diner, I was too embarrassed to give his card back. Have a good night. You too. Mocha Dip, his card said his name was Che, walked back into the diner. Portia chuckled as I climbed into her car. That is the kind of stuff that makes her mad. He knows you have a man, watched you storm off, and still gave you his card. That is why she is mad. The smile I gave Mocha Dip lingered. Don't try to talk me into going back in there. Someone needs to show her, show her she can't keep acting the way she does and keep her friends. She is a hot mess. And if she doesn't get her mouth under control, she gonna pop off on the wrong person and they gonna clean her up. Since we're not going to the lounge, you want to go to the spades party I told you about on Facebook? The food is supposed to be slamming and they have a little dance floor if you don't feel like playing spades. Portia guided her car down the strip. Might as well spank someone in spades since I have too much home training to beat down Zoe's smart mouth behind. You know how she gets. Just give her some time. Portia turned onto a street that led to the other side of Macon. I just hope you're ready to wipe some fools up on the floor. A good spades win and some time on the dance floor might salvage this night. Whip My Hair by Willow Smith played on the radio. Snap, it's gonna be a long night. At least the DJ is popping. Hope the music at the spot is this good. Portia Bob to the beat. Drenched in sweat and tired, I flopped down next to Portia at the card table. Okay, I'm done. We can go home. You can even stay the night because as late as it is, you don't need to be driving back up the way from my house. Please, I knew I was staying at your spot an hour ago when they started playing go-go music. Portia groaned as I helped her stand. Buzzing from the dance endorphins, I bopped up and danced, walked to the door behind Portia. The smile and endorphin high evaporated as I spotted Wilson's car with some short girl plastered between Wilson's legs as he slopped her down like the only oxygen available in the world was in the back of her throat. Portia spotted them as I broke into a run beside her. Track and ballet flats gave me an advantage over her, but she caught up to me moments before I mushed him in the back of the head. Vomit rose and slid back down my throat as he turned around and I recognized the pint-sized trick. So you just really want me to place the full of my foot up the crack of your behind. First, you come at me out of the side of your neck for what I think is no reason, but now I get it. 
You the side hoe. Nothing more pathetic than checking for your friend since elementary school, man. Come on, Anissa. Let's not do this. Zoe looked down at the ground. Nah, you about to discover how rough and tumble this goody two-shoes crinkle curl girl is. And soon as I'm done with you, I'm coming for your boy. The smidgen of fury I held in check looking at Zoe unleashed as I pulled a backhand across Wilson's face so hard I broke a nail. I hope you choke on all that spit y'all just swapped. Go to hell and let my number melt in that little raggedy phone of yours on the way down. Portia caught my hand as I balled up my fist to land another hit on Zoe as Wilson uprighted and the shock of being pimp slapped wore off. Come on Anissa, you made your point. Let's go. Anissa... Zoe's voice cracked as I turned around. My hand drew up and Portia yanked me out of range. Hot tears spilled down my face as she led me to the car, too blinded by rage and tears to make it with help without her. I hope y'all catch something, nasty heifer. The words sounded garbled over my tears. Portia strapped me into the passenger seat. All my anger crumpled and I deflated into a heap of sobs. Okay, I won't sit here and let them watch you fall apart. Portia dumped me into my bed and passed out in my guest room last night. By 10, I convinced her I did not intend to harm myself or either of the cheating cesspools drained from my life at the spade party on the side of town Wilson thought I never visited. Portia ran all over his little plans when she invited me to the party. Zoe must have thought I'd go home to lick my wounds like the goody two shoes she never believed would backhand Wilson. Both got the shock of their lives last night. Peach, Bartles, and James taste so much better by the second four-pack. Not that I counted by the third flavor. Friday after work, my circle of friends and relationship were intact. The next afternoon, I surfed through breakup songs on YouTube because I couldn't stomach another Meet the Right Guy or leave the cheating douchebag movie on Netflix. I scrolled through too many of them to pick the one that will make me laugh more than make me cry. I switched on YouTube on my television and went ham on breakup cheating dude suck songs. And I started on Queen B's channel with Irreplaceable. The nerve of this idiot and Wilson. They cheated on me behind my back for I don't even want to know how long. Listen by Beyonce queued up on her Vivo channel and I blasted it from my television. My dad insisted I install surround sound to enhance movies, not breakup wallowing. The last bottle of peach wine cooler dropped to the carpet. Several of my classmates brought me wine for graduation gifts. I opened the first bottle and poured it into a goblet. Me, myself, and I poured through the speakers and I guzzled down the contents of the glass without a break or second thought. Wilson and Zoe were the last two people I thought would ever cheat on me. Not because they loved me, but because before my graduation party, they never spoke to each other for more than two seconds and hated each other's guts. No one told me that thin line between love and hate went both ways. By the end of me, myself, and I, I stopped wasting time with the glass and took the bottle of wine to the head. It didn't make me forget, but I did find the humor in this situation as the picture of them kissing next to his car with her on the curb so he didn't break his spine bending over and left me rolling on the floor. A makeup, a, a video of a breakup parody by Taylor Swift showed up on the screen as the song ended and I selected it. The song inspired me 
to add a parody of You Got It Bad based on Friday night. My webcam record light turned on as I belted out my off-key ballad. You suck so bad parody of You Got It Bad. You ho, 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 ho. When you lose a good friend, you know somebody who's from way back in the day. Part of your hangout crew said he wanted a wife, but he got a sideline hoe. And everything they promised, I had to let it go. You took my good friend and messed around. Backhand almost knocked him to the ground. Y'all both gonna end up alone. Got me singing you to breakup songs. Nah, baby, you guys, you suck so bad. Blowing up my phone, sending texts when I don't call back. You guys, you suck so bad. Betray me, but call me friend. Life will get you back. You know you got it bad. When you're driving by my house, you wait when you hate when I have fun. I'm all y'all talk about. You got it bad. When you're hating what you've done, but you say you love me, lying to yourself. You suck so bad. Drunk from draining the contents of a second bottle of wine. I watched my impromptu You Got It Bad parody, amazed at how good it looked. Before I lost my cool, I started the process to upload it to my YouTube channel. No one would believe how good this song sounded if I didn't put it up. And in the morning, I'd be unable to do it because good sense would prevail. A few hours later, the clock read 2.30 and my head pounded. Convinced I'd never drink again and still pissed, I crawled up to my bed hoping to dream of ways I'd run over, blow up, and flatten Zoe with Wilson and Wilson with bulldozers. I hope you enjoyed My Crown and Glory, Chapter 12, written and read by Shawnita. Up next is Chapter 13.